just be yourself. Three words, very simple three words we hear thrown around all the time. Well, mom, I have to do a speech at school. Honey, just be yourself. (laughs) Which to me is really funny. He's 12 years old. He doesn't know who he is. You're 25, you still don't know. You're 45, you still don't know. It's so funny. To find out who you are, there's a lot of work that goes in there. As for people to just throw it around so easily, just be yourself. What we're basically saying as a society when we say just be yourself is we're saying just work from the facade that you've already built of yourself. You've already protected your inner inner child and your inner self, the small little plant, and I will paint that picture a little bit more for you as we go along. Um, you've already closed it in with a facade that you show of yourself, and you put that you put you put that thing with layers. Like that facade is developed facade. Let me put an example. If you're a doctor and you're professional, you will not easily show yourself very vulnerable to people because that's not the facade that you're in. You're in a facade where you have to seem professional at all times, where you have to seem like you know exactly what you're talking about. Perfect. Let me put another example. If your character that you've already built, the way that you presented yourself to society is a really funny person, you're very charismatic, you're unlikely to leave that behind and just talk about a serious topic at least not in public I mean you can do it maybe one-on-one but if that's already the facade that you've presented you're usually going to stick to it so it seems to me that when people say just be yourself they're basically saying just act from the facade that you've already built and do exactly what the facade demands of you not really really saying say exactly what it is that you feel and be exactly who it is that you are because like I said that takes a lot of work Letting the inner child out is something that we don't do most of the time. And you see this involves, for example, um, if you're in a gathering and you feel like someone said something and you feel like you you have this thought of saying this, but then all of a sudden you shut it down and you say, oh, well, no, that's, that's, a, that's a dumb thought. I'm not going to say that because what are people going to think? What I think is just say it. Even if it's stupid, even if you risk offending someone, because otherwise you will never know who you truly are. If you don't let the inner child out, you will never learn why exactly and what's the weight of really saying that. Now, when you do, it may actually just change your whole perspective to the point that you'll never actually want to say that again because you've seen the result that it actually has. You're not just working based on fear and expectation, public expectation. You will just let your inner child go and grow. So the picture I wanted to paint is basically, bear with me on this one. You're a little plant when you grow, say. You're like a couple of leaves, just like a small little plant growing from the ground. Now, the first time that someone hurts you, first time that someone hurts you, you start locking that plant in. So you block it from the sun, you block it from the new soil and it stops growing. Now, th- what you build layers on is the facade that you've put around it. So the walls that you put around it, they start becoming who you are and how you project yourself to society, how people perceive you and so on. You start building this. It is a very intricate process that we go through. Now, that small little plant is not ever left to go out and live but guess what that inner plant that small little plant that inner child that lives in all of us is the only one capable of love is the only one capable to really 
stand tall in the face of tragedy. And let me do a parenthesis. Tragedy will come, guys. This concept that we have of this, you know, being happy means that no pain will ever happen, that nothing bad will ever happen. This is a stupid concept. Is irrelevant to every single human experience ever. You know, we talk about all sorts of things that we're trying to fight for for society, you know? Oh, let's stand up against this, stand up against that. If I do a show of hands of who's lived something bad, all of us would raise our hands. That is just the reality of life. We all go through pain. And it's in us to teach people how to truly find out who they are so that they find the strength that they need to actually overcome a situation that is what's going to impulse people to be victorious in a situation and not be a victim in a situation, any situation. This is not something that we're doing much. So I just want to touch on the topic of just being ourselves, which basically means finding your inner strength. And this happens by letting your inner child out, by being a little bit more vulnerable, by finding out what it is that you truly want. But you'll never find what you truly want if you don't try, if you don't say stupid things, if you don't try stupid things. You won't really know if you're always being guided by what others told you you should do, by others told you that what you should try. Why don't you just try what you want to try? Just try it. Maybe you realize that you really don't like it. You'll never do it again. You see, the point that I'm trying to make here is that when you open the door from that little plant that is locked in that door inside that room, I'd say, sun comes in, new soil comes in, and that plant won't be a little plant forever it will start to grow and it will quickly become a tree. Now a tree, you don't need to lock up and fear that someone will hurt you because that tree will be a strong tree. And now this is another very, very important point of why we ought to be ourselves. And that's for our loved ones. It's because the inner child inside of us, it's because the true nature of who we are and that small plant, if you want to keep going with the metaphor, is the only one capable of true love. Which is why the people that we love most are the people that encounter our most immature self. If we are insecure, if we are jealous, if we are... Normal people won't see that because you're not showing them who you truly are. You're just showing them the facade that you worked at. But the person that you're with, your partner, your kids, your mom, your dad, they will see your true self because that's the only part of you capable of true love. And that is one very good reason why we should grow and not be full of fear and not and actually face life face tragedy head up high but you see that inner inner child and that that small plant is the only one that's capable of withstanding tragedy as well like i said before so there is two big reasons why we should, we ought to be ourselves and say the the first thing that pops into our brain just say it do the first thing that comes into your brain just do it don't second guess yourself. Don't think, but what if, what are people going to think? But what if just, there is no, what if just do it. You may find out that it's the stupidest thing you've ever done and you'll never do it again. And guess what? You'll learn something from it. How good is that? (laughs) So if I have to talk about the first or the best thing about doing the first thing that pops into your brain is giving the people that you love the best version of who you are, the worked version of who you are, the one that hasn't been scared about what people might have said, the one that has fully discovered what it is that you want in life and who it is that you truly are based on the things that you want. That's basically what makes you who you are, right? 
the kind of things that you want, the kind of things that you don't want, and knowing that differentiation, knowing those two things will make you who you are because you will always act in function to the things that you want and to the things that you don't want. Say, for example, this is not a very good one, but for example, if I want money, I will work hard toward that goal. If I want a family, I will work hard toward the goal. And what I do will become a little part of who I am. Not, But you see, in this society, what I do has nothing to do with who we are because we don't find out who we are before we start doing what we think we should be doing. And that's a bit of an issue. We ought to be the kind of people that know exactly it is, who it is that we are so that what we choose can accurately describe and show the world who it is that we are just by our simple acts of love letting that inner child live come out and play is the one thing that's going to determine whether we love right whether we love well and whether we can stand in the face of tragedy or we're going to crumble and fall because guess what the facade will always crumble in the face of tragedy And it's unrealistic to think that tragedy won't come. Either to you or to someone that you love. Sickness. An accident. It will always happen and that is the nature of the human experience. So we ought to teach people how to live that human experience well. How to be strong in the face of the human experience that will suffer. And not create this fairy tale of unrealistic expectations that life will always be just a fun and games and that it's actually possible that the government can stop all of this suffering from happening that's unrealistic that's a pretty naive perspective on life so be yourself not as easy as it sounds anyway i'll just leave you with that thought have a really good day and i hope to be uploading the next podcast next monday bye Thank you.